<laughs> hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Cross Media Show, episode 28. Today's topic is Attack on Titan, episodes uh, 12 and 13. Uh, we didn't do one last week because stuff happened. So we're just going to do both today. Um, before we get into our me introducing our guests, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to give us a like and subscribe to help support us and see more great contact. That'd be great. I felt that vibration from somebody's phone. <laughs> um, oh, the, hey, hold on. The penultimate conquest is live. I had to, yeah. to watch. Oh, yeah. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate Bye, guys. That. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what the vibration was. Wow. If you're watching on Twitch, feel free to give us a follow. That'd be great because we are very close to uh, reaching affiliate. And I'm pretty excited about when that happens. Um, that's awesome. Yes. Yesterday, we did WandaVision episode nine uh, review. If you haven't checked that out, feel free to check out the website. It's up on the website right now, thepenultimateconquest.com. We also have a whole VOD list over there. Go feel free to check that out. Um, I believe John had told me this week that he is giving me his Persona 5 Strikers review. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure he said this week. So that would be up this week as well. Okay. Today I have with me uh, Fiona, as always. Hey, Fee. How's it going? Hi. It's going really, really great. Good. How's it going with you? It's going okay. Pretty good. Um, It's Tuesday, so it's almost Friday. That's all I could say. (laughs) Almost. <laughs> Almost ready. Almost. Um, I also have with me Christian. Christian, how's it going, buddy? Everybody quit your whining. Get it? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you, Ruben. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian, you're also on the path to affiliate, right? Am I right? Yeah. Right about that? I'm, I'm, I'm like six or seven followers away. That's exciting. Let's try to get this guy some follows, okay? He deserves it. He's absolutely a wonderful. Listen, gentleman. no, because if when we get to fifty, I have to dye my hair pink, like from uh, Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> if you haven't given this guy a follow yet, yes! do it now, okay? Oh do my it god, now. I'm going. I'm going to campaign after this podcast, and I. It will be at the end of tonight. You have fifty. Yes, good. Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My sister followed you. You have to do this. Oh, (laughs) shout out to your sister. This is going to be great. Shout outs to Emily, who will never listen to this because this is way too nerdy for her. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. You know, let Emily know we also do WandaVision. And we're going to be doing Captain. uh, God damn it. I keep calling it Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Captain Falcon. (laughs) Oh, that's a show I want to (laughs) see. Yeah. It would be great. It would be great. Mm Um, I also have with us Ryan, the host of Anime Nation. How's it going, buddy? Doing good, doing good. I'm excited to do an episode of Anime Nation tomorrow. That's right. Ooh. What's the episode about? Doing some anime movies. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Interesting. Um, before we get into it, most of us probably already forgot episode 12, so I'm going to ask about... What are thoughts of 
I mean, that's what you said, Christian. You said you <laughs> throw me under the bus, huh? Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> well, I also forgot about episode twelve. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, what did we think of episode thirteen? And does Christian owe me a pizza? We don't know yet, right? Sixteen episodes. I so mean, we'll find out. don't we know? No attacks haven't happened yet. I mean, hasn't it though? They're no, there I, though. I, you said between morally and I'm and just saying. The, uh, all I'm yeah. saying is it's inevitable. They're there. Oh, I mean, they're there. Okay. But when will they strike? Sixteen? Seventeen? I really hope not. I I feel like. We gotta get the ball rolling on this. Come on, Marley, don't fuck me over on this. I, I promise you, the next episode will be nothing but Aaron Yeager monologuing for twenty three minutes. I'm so excited. can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Fee, what did you think of episode thirteen? Um, I thought it was good. Um, I got to see someone get smacked in the face multiple times. I am not condoning. Abuse against children, but holy cow, did she deserve that snack. Um, I do feel bad about Falco, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But yeah, I thought it was definitely a good lead up and it's, yeah, it's definitely a good lead up episode. Yeah, I agree. Christian, what did you think of episode uh, 13? I'm like somewhere in between. Like I enjoy it. Okay. Just hear me out for a second. Everything that was going on between like the discussions of Gabby and like uh, Sasha's family, fantastic. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Wanted more of that. Like yeah. all those like moral questions, like uh, interrogating those, that's all I want. Everything else I didn't necessarily care about. Like there's already like lots of moving parts in the show. To, so to add like the whole wine thing was like a bit too much for me. Um, but it's it's a cool subplot that I'm like still yeah. curious to find out what's going to happen with that. So. Absolutely. Uh, I I think I was a little afraid that this, uh, I guess, plot wasn't going to happen in the sense of that. What am I trying to say here? I guess I didn't think that they were going to catch. I already forgot her name. The little girl. Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, I I didn't. I didn't think they were going to catch Gabby. I thought she was just going to keep on trucking. You know, but then they showed up to this Choo-choo. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> they showed up to the restaurant and I was like, I'm glad that they did this, that we finally get some not uh, closure, I guess, for for. Um, for OK, I, I know I get where you're heading at. Yeah. No, no. To have like that kind of like resolution. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was. Yeah. I didn't expect that either. Yeah. But I'm glad we got it. Ryan, what were your thoughts on episode 13? I thought it was for the kind of episode it needed to be to start jump-starting where we're planning on now going with this series. Um, It does a lot of important things, I think, this episode. Like, you finally do get to get some closure for Sasha's family for that storyline that was going through. You get the beginning of, like, the cult of Jaeger, pretty much. You get to finally see, like, their reach and their their scale and, like, what they're up to. And now some people just got a bit of Zeke in them, and we'll see what that happens. What happens with that? Yeah, that was... 
really weird, but I'm glad that they brought it back to the wine plot because we were introduced to it a while ago. Okay, people keep saying that. I don't remember. What can you guys like help me remember? There when? were there were um, high level officers like talking that episode where he's talking about what they should do with um, the queen, the queen's body. Okay, well, this season though, yeah, yeah, it was this yeah. season. This okay, was- then yeah, okay, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad also, we finally got answers to that. Go ahead, Fee. Yeah, they also highlighted it in some other areas as well, but we'll get into that a little later on. Yeah, we will. Um, Thumbs up. Yeah, Saj is in the chat and he says, nah, Gabby still needs to die. I, okay, I, that's Saj. I wasn't sure if that was or him. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> him or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would rather her pay for her crime not crimes but like pay for what she's done then have her die if that makes sense like totally have her fight for for um the aliens instead of marley in this war that's gonna happen before episode 16 (laughs) um should we get into the plot Oh Lord! For episode thirteen, or for what, do we want to go right back to twelve? We'll because... we'll just go straight to twelve. Okay, so twelve. Start up the episode. Um, Armin is trying to talk to his bay slash crystallized um, crush Annie, uh, but is instantly sworn off by um, Hitch, who we saw in season three. She is the girl who was in love with the guy who switched from the police corps over to um, the scouts and died with um, Erwin in the fight um, at the wall. We, um, she kind of makes some, she hints at some jokes at them. And then that's essentially the opening of this episode. Um, Cause I'm going to keep it short. Um, we then see Hitch and Armin kind of discussing the military corps HQ and how essentially the people of parody are turning on the military because they don't think it's okay that they have locked up Aaron and that they believe that the military is holding secrets that the people of parody should know. Um, And we quickly see how angry they are by seeing them riding at the gates, asking to free Aaron and to actually say what's happening rather than hiding away their information. After Hitch is called away, Mikasa quickly meets up with Armin and they make their way to talk to the premier because they're going to see if they can go talk to Aaron. On their way, they actually notice three um, recruit um, scout recruits, which is definitely odd because this is not the area that a recruit should be in, but they don't put too much mind into it. We then cut into a scene with Yelena and Prixis. Um, I... On a balcony, this is the continuation of their conversation last episode, but this time they have a little bit of a change of scenery where she's not locked up like a bird in a cage um, and have a discussion about the fact that she was the one who went to Aaron. She was the one who specifically was making these plans between Aaron and Zeke. I kind of am a little bit upset about the fact that they didn't quite mention the fact that she, um, she actually had someone taking the information from her to Aaron and that was flock flock was the messenger Mm -hmm. between the two. And so I think that was definitely a missed opportunity for the anime to specifically add, but I think it's kind of implied 
but it's a little bit of a missed opportunity. Um, mm -hmm. There was also another one where when she was talking about the fact that Aaron was supposed to go to Marley and turn Marley to dust, um, she actually showed a little bit more empathy in the uh, manga where she said that, like, I feel bad for the innocence of Marley, but this had to be done. But in the anime, she looks crazy and she's just like, this needed to happen and that he's going to be the savior of the Eldian people. And that's why we're currently living in a state of history where we're seeing the two brothers coming together and being able to save the Eldian people. And it's definitely interesting to see Prixis kind of be like, okay, so you are admitting to the fact that you did this without asking you essentially acted and then requested, um, <laughs> you said, sorry afterwards. And it was definitely a lot of him listening, which I like, he's definitely one of those characters throughout the seasons where he's very much pay attention to what everyone else is doing and then come up with his own idea, um, which is definitely a good, my goodness, it is a good trait to have as a leader. And so he then ends the conversation with her by getting his assistant to bring out his journal so they could continue to have this discussion. But he does add at the end, as I'm like, I put Prix's tip of the day to tell a good lie. Sometimes you got to mix a little bit of the truth in it, um, which he seemed quite happy when he specifically mentioned that in this discussion. We then go to Hanji and... Anya Kopo, oh my god, Anya Kopen. I was able to pronounce this before the podcast, but here I am consistently trying not to mess up his name. But they have a discussion about the volunteers, and Anya Kopen was saying that I had we didn't know about what um, Yelena was doing, but Hanji seemed a little bit weirded out by that um that he didn't know and wanted to make sure of it by jumping up and putting her face right in front of his and just made this weird moaning noise like huh. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why she did it but here we are um but yeah they continued to talk about the fact that on mentions that she um after telling and everything um, that happened to Elena. She confirms that he's not associated with it, but can tell that he's not surprised that she didn't, um, that she acted alone. And he mentions the fact that she um, organized the volunteers and got her hands dirty in the process. A lot of the people that were supporters or in the group that maybe acted out of line or seemed a little bit astray of the actual cause accidental death started to happen um, and we got to see some of these images where a person is on the ground um, another person m mysteriously died from a gunshot that they don't know what happened but we do see Elena with a gun so it's kind of implied with the volunteers that they know that this is happening but they didn't really do anything about it which is not great, um, but it's definitely something that they had to do in this case because they thought that if they turned a blind, blind eye to this, that they could still help the people of Eldia and the Eldian people. So if we, this has to happen for us to be saved, then this might be something that we have to like accept, mm -hmm. which is a little bit difficult for sure. Um, though Hanji finds this news a little bit odd because she 
push for the Marleyans on the island to find jobs. And she was the one who spoke out for the Marleyans and how they could trust them and be able to give them jobs when they weren't allowed to. And when the people, uh, the government of parody, like, no, we're not going to give these like outsiders uh, the ability to do anything. But she spoke up for them and gained their trust. And now she's a little bit concerned about that situation for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we then leave those two transported to the premier Zachary's office. Oh, premier. Um, where Mikasa, <laughs> Armin Mikasa and the premier discuss the volunteers and Aaron. Um, he essentially straight up says, I'm not going to allow you to see Aaron. You are not allowed to talk to him. It is confirmed that he was conspiring with what they now call the Jaegerists. And he was military to not only them, but giving um, information to Zeke. And they feel as though Zeke might be controlling them. So both in disbelief, they ask what's going to happen to Aaron. And then we're greeted by the infamous chair from season three. I'm not going to discuss what happened in that chair, but if if you don't remember it, um, some of the government officials from season three got punishment and that chair was a part of it. Um, I do not recommend Googling it. It is graphic. Very, very graphic. Um, I don't but, remember and I am Googling it. Okay, well, enjoy. Um, there's a reason why there's a hole at the bottom of that chair. Um, so I will continue while you Google this. <laughs> um, he, it's kind of implied that they're going to find someone else to replace Aaron as the founding titan, but it's not openly said in this discussion. Um, after just consistently Armin trying to plead with um, Premier Zachary, he says, get out of my office. And that's the end of the conversation with him. As they're walking away, they notice that the three recruits from earlier walk towards Zachary's office. Um, and when Armin and Mikasa are having an argument, Mikasa says, I'm just going to listen to what they're saying because something um, important might come up. And thankfully, Armin stopped um, her because all of a sudden, Mikasa hears a tick, and then his (laughs) Premier Zachary's office explodes. And we see not only the inside uh, slate of the office, but the outside as Premier Zachary's body flies across the courtyard and lands in front of the rioters uh, in front of them. It's a lot less scory in the anime. I'm just going to say that because they show everything in the manga. (laughs) It is not a pretty sight to see by any means. So yeah, that specifically happened. Rest in peace, uh, Premier Zachary. You were a (laughs) weird son of a bitch um, with some weird things going on because you created that chair. Yeah, I googled it. It was very graphic. Yeah. Just no. <laughs> I'm just like, uh. um, yeah. So Mikasa and Armin run outside. The rest of the soldiers are running around like they're chains with their heads cut off, trying to figure out what's happening. But then the riders see the body and then start yelling that they need to fight for the people of Eldia and the new Eldian Empire and that give your hearts, which is the slogan that is essentially from <laughs> the core, but also used a lot with the Icarists as well. Um, protected by armed guards, the leaders discussed that Zachary and three soldiers were lost in the bomb um, that was attached to the special chair um, and that they were trying to figure out how, like, who would have done this in the first place. 
Um, and it kind of falls into place that um, this all leads back to Aaron when Armin mentions the fact that the three um, people that walked into the office were three recruits from the scouts, um, which they realize even with past episodes that the scouts are currently, a lot of them have migrated over to the Agorists, so they now work for Aaron. As they're realizing this, um, a soldier runs in and says that Aaron has escaped. Great. This is a great time for everybody. Um, then we see Aaron and saying hi to Gagarus's friends and re- um, mentioning the fact that um, Flock tells him as he passes him his jacket, because apparently he did not have a shirt, that <laughs> there is people inside the military that are working for them as well. And that um, especially the one that blew up Zachary in his office. Um, and we kind of see the other team very much concerned in the carriage. Um, so yeah, there is a follow-up talking about the fact that Flock ha- and Flock and 100 soldiers now call themselves the Agorists. Um, and Denial, who is the soldier who's questioning um, Hanji, asks them what are their intentions. Hanji explains that um, it's to restructure the military and to put Aaron at the top of it and to bring Zeke and Aaron together. Um, they were provoked about talks of Aaron losing the founding Titan. And since Aaron is considered essentially their God at this point, they weren't going to let that happen. Um, so there's a huge argument between these soldiers um, from the other military branches and Hanji kind of asking her to step down, but she says that's not a good idea right now because we do not have the time for this at all um, and that we need to have all hands on deck and you don't know who is a Jaegerist at this point because you might just elect someone who is. My God. They then run off. Um, Nile runs off to see if the queen's okay. Prixis comes in. Um, Pixis, my apologies, comes in um, and says that they're, um, he, one, tells them to stop arguing because now they're pointing fingers at each other saying, like, Mm -hmm. it's all your fault, it's all your fault. He says, stop arguing. And when Armin asks him, hey, since the premier is dead, you're the next one in line, so what are we going to do? And he says, we're utterly defeated. We, We can't do anything. And everyone says, like, why? And he explains the fact that there's too many of them, like, they don't know how many Jaegerists are in the ranks right now. They can't do anything to specifically fix that. So they realize that they don't have enough time to figure this out. And if they did try to figure it out, there'd be too much bloodshed and that their major focus should be um, trying to continue with the cause. And their only trump card at this moment is Zeke. And so they'll send off a package to Zeke and I'm uh, not Zeke to Aaron and the Jaegerists giving them essentially a, Hey, we recognize he was the leader, but we know where Zeke is. And if you want to know where Zeke is, we need to communicate and come to an understanding. Um, no one is happy with this plan whatsoever. Um, but everyone has to accept it and go on their way. We do have an interaction with Kiyomi and Mikasa as well. And Kiyomi says that you need to come back to, um, come to my ship because I'm going to be leaving because I'm not going to be a part of this. Um, But if there's any danger, you need to come to my ship. Mikasa says, essentially you're a hungry money grubber and I'm not coming with you. Um, (laughs) um, Realizes that you're only, you do not care about my people. You just care about the items that we can give you and the materials. Um, And 
um, Kiyomi kind of pleads with her, says, hey, I really need this because if we don't do this, then they're all essentially dead at this point. Um, it's not specifically said that way, but it is kind of implied that they're uh, they're going to be turned away from their land and their country. And then this is the end of the episode episode where we see Mikasa, Jean, Armin, and Connie having a conversation outside um, and kind of getting into arguments. One of being Connie kind of questioning Armin and Mikasa's loyalty. And she's like, do you really think I would like <laughs> do this? I tried to get us to talk to Aaron and we almost blew up and Connie's face is once again priceless. Um, and Hanji has a conversation with them and says that we don't know how many people are here, but we need to realize that we need to work together. Um, and that we need to figure out what's going on and mentions the fact that Yelena has asked for jobs for Marlians and they need to find out what's going on. And at that time, she mentions that they could be essentially everywhere and the people, um, the Marlians are working in different places, including restaurants, which we then kind of get a glimpse into what's happening next episode where the Browse family children and the children are coming to the restaurant to follow up on the offer that he gave earlier in the season at the gravesite of Sasha um gra- my goodness Sasha's gravesite um after the funeral and we see the five adventurers going down the road on horses and we see an old like a glimpse of an old friend Peck woo that's episode 12 fucking bonkers yeah. episode i couldn't tell if i like I, I can't tell if i hate this show or if i love it or both it's probably both <laughs> yeah most likely yeah yeah it's a bonkers god i yeah. was very surprised that they killed off uh the uh primer premiere uh, yep yeah, sorry the premiere and oh zachary yeah it was just like oh okay that's where we're going with this. I yeah. I mean, everybody's a piece of shit and probably deserves to die. So, like, I get it. Yeah, but like, I guess I see your point. Yeah. Did episode twelve close out with just like Aaron talking to his dudes? Yeah, he's like the new LD and Empire. Like, he went like full, uh, like Jesus Christ mode. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Where he was like, uh, where is, um. Zeke. Where's, where's Zeke? Yeah, where's yeah. Zeke? Yeah. Fucking Zeke, man. Speaking of, like... He's playing Levi in the woods. They're having a lovely camping trip. Well, apparently so. I don't I don't even know. I Like, at this point, like, Yelena, like, I thought I liked her. Now she's probably, like, involved in this, like, insurrection coup that's going on. And Zeke seems to be behind it, too. Yeah. And it's just, like... Could you imagine I need, I need if, answers. if it's not Zeke and this is just all Yelena, <laughs> like her doing this for the uh, for the Titans? It's mostly for love of Zeke, probably. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like she did this. Like I could totally see an uh, a confrontation where he's like, "I didn't ask you to do any of this. You did this by oh, yourself." Yeah, yeah. Did you guys watch those TikToks I sent you in the chat like a while ago about like? No. Is is Aaron, oh, it's like is Aaron sending himself messages through time? What the makes fuck? total yeah. sense oh. by the way. It makes tons of sense. Yeah. And I just can't wait to see what happens with there because I'm sure there's something there. Oh. I I need answers. Hold on. Now I have to watch this. Give me a second. 
I mean, it, you can watch that after. It's like very convoluted. Okay. Um, it's, you know, the, like picture of Charlie Day, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. what it feels like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have anything to say before we continue with episode thirteen? I forgot this episode. I had to rewatch it. Oh, uh, I, I forgot just... it, and then as soon as you started talking about it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that happened." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, I remember um, Zachary dying. Zachary uh, premiere Zachary's death. Yeah. Like, I remember that because yeah. that was mind blowing. Because so, at the time, yeah. While you were recapping it, I don't know why, but my brain split that episode into like four episodes. I'm like, was this all one episode? I yeah, it's just why. Attack well, on no, Titan it, in general. <laughs> well, see, for like at least for you and I, th- mm-hmm. this is stretching over three different mangas because they cut different things and they're just putting it into different areas. So okay, I see why I you're a little bit confused and why I was mm-hmm. confused because I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the best way to explain it. Christian, before we get into episode 13, do you want to mm-hmm. do your little segment that you have planned? Oh, no, I, we can save that. It's literally whenever. We can save that for, like, when we have an actual, you know, okay. right. time to do it. Okay. I mean, we got time. We'll, we'll, get, it, we'll, get, it, we'll get it after. Okay. We'll see. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Actually cracking my fingers. Um, this is going to be very entertaining, guys, because I'm doing this a little bit different than my crazy notes of rambling. However, I do have like a mixture, so we'll, we're going to see how this goes. So going to um, actually kind of branching off of what I was mentioning with Ryan, it, that they kind of cut up a lot of these like later episodes with multiple manga sections because the beginning of like the chapter that episode 12 started with this is where episode 13 started with so my goodness the way that it's laid out this entire scene should have been at the beginning of episode 12 if they went by the manga Mm. but they not so this entire section is in a different manga chapter. What up? Yeah. So that's why it's strange like that. It is very strange. (laughs) I can see why they did it this way, but yeah, it's a a doozy. We find out um, at the beginning of the episode, they kind of show us a beautiful countryside town. Everyone's having a joyous afternoon. We see a with his cart and horse and then all of a sudden a fog comes in it's not just any fog it is zeke's spinal fluid in a gas substance um which is called a gas weapon gas weapon i'm saying because it's if you've seen it in the anime and for people who are watching it's literally a circular device i digress so they shoot all of this gas and this is Zeke explaining the fact that he, when it, um, the people of Eldia get infected by the smoke or mist, my apologies, um, they will instantly freeze and pass out and do not have control over their body. Um, and the only time that they'll be able to move after that is when Zeke uses his power 
which actually, um, as he explains it, um, after that, the power of the Titan will be sent um, to that marked um, coordination through the paths if I give them a command. He then uses his scream ability, which we've seen in the very first episode of the season, and all the people get turned into Titans if you have blood of Ymir in your system. And so we get to see that, um, which unfortunately he just calls the village that he um, hit a few years back. Um, however, Levi mentions the fact that this is not just any village. That was Ra um, Rag Ragko? Rag oh my god, Ragko, which is the town that Connie went from my Apologies. Apparently, I'm butchering names left and right this episode. Um, and he wants him, he's saying the name again because he wants him to remember it because he seems as though he has no humanity or any remorse for what he did. And honestly, kind of right. Um, just because of how Zeke was acting. And he says, Well, I want, I, if I could avoid doing this, I would. But if I did avoid it and I didn't do those actions, then I would be considered um, like they would have found me out right away. And then none of this would have been able to come into flourishing. So I needed to take these steps, even if it meant a few people died along the way. Um, but we haven't. Um, but he says, well, we've talked about this before, though. Like, why do you keep on making me repeat this? And he says, I understand that you don't feel guilty at all. And I don't know if you're trying to um, save every Eldian, but you don't care about the human lives for sure. And you're just using them essentially at this point as pawns. So him and Zeke continue on with this conversation, um, kind of picking back and forth. Um, it is a quite an entertaining conversation, but we do learn that they're currently waiting on headquarters to be able to get Zeke and Aaron together because Zeke is now just asking about that. And he says like, Hey, I agree with you, but we need to wait about this. And once that's happened, um, a soldier runs over to Levi and whispers in his ear. And then Levi says, seriously. And then that starts Theme the song. episode off. Do, 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 do. So yeah, that starts the episode, and that was the beginning. Where, yeah, manga's crazy, guys. Manga's crazy, um, but yeah, we jump um, past the opening, and we see the Browse family with the three children that we saw at the table with um, Kaya and Gabby and um, Fellow, who are currently Mia and Ben. Um, they enter oh, and. Yeah. Mr. Browse is kind of asking them, like, are you two okay? Like, is everything fine? Like, you guys seem out of sorts right now. Um, but Kaya kind of reassures them and says, hey, there's a Marlian guy working here. He'll be your best bet to get your way out of here. So you need to go talk to him. And she, um, my goodness, Gabby asks them, like, how do you know this? Like, how do you know this particular person? And she said, oh, because he was a friend of my sister's and they kind of start putting the points together and she said we got this invitation from Niccolo um, at my sister's funeral because she died coming back from Marley and Gabby and Falco now realize like oh shit 
this is not good. Like, this is not good at all. Like, we were already in, like, a terrible place, and now we're even in a worse place at this particular point. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) at that point, um, now they're comfortable and uncomfortable all at the same time. We now see Niccolo walking out, um, saying, like, welcome, bros. Um, I hope you have a wonderful meal. And then he's just like, oh, thank you for inviting us. And then brings out all the kids and his wife. <laughs> and Nicolo's kind of sweating like, oh, you brought the entire gang. And like, this is a huge crowd you brought with you. And he's just like, I know, but everything's free, right? Thumbs feeding, up. He's feeding guns. eight people. <laughs> so many. What a savage. And quite honestly, I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. Family's got to eat. Oh, um, Exactly. I mean, yeah. God, poor, poor Niccolo. So he, t- um, at the point, he's um, taking them all to the table, and they're having a specific conversation. And Kea continues on explaining how they know each other, and you kind of see <laughs> poor Falco. He's just having a hard time as it is. Uh, Mister Browse asks him if he's okay. He says yes, and they start consuming the food as fast as they can. Um, unfortunately, Niccolo can't cook as fast as they're eating. Um, but then he is quickly told that, "Hey, you have some guests." Bro, well, I, I have to interject right here. Like, I do not have time for this. Yes. Okay. At the be like at the beginning after the the theme song, I was so hyped to get like this like like dynamic between Gabby and gabby's family and and nicolo i was like yes i'm all here for like for this i'm so excited to then what you're about to say to then get the scouts to come in and have all these three like plot lines coalescing together i was all for it this episode it was fantastic it was so great oh my god Mm. that was fun it kind of reminds me of those episodes where you see like a guy like going on a date at a restaurant with a girl and then he realizes that an and that he was supposed to like meet up with like or like his boss is at another table so he has to like juggle like yeah. four things happening at once <laughs> oh god so yeah it is a very prominent person in this episode so yeah the squad rode on their horses just to come here um and have a little bit of a talk with Niccolo because they know that Elena has been kind of doing some shady business and they're trying to figure out what's happening but they'll wait until he's finished with the other table that he like what he's what he's doing and finishing his job for the day they just need to have a table that they can sit at while they wait um they get escorted into essentially the um high rollers room which is the um higher officials room that they get to go into and they're like this is really nice um and when everyone's kind of walking around getting some seats you see connie and gene picking up a wine bottle and saying like oh man this must be the stuff that the higher-ups drink like we should probably have a glass or two and niccolo instantly freaks out and says don't touch things carelessly and tells them to get their disgusting eldian hands off of the wine and gene's just like i thought we were past this and Niccolo kind of gives him a looking down type of talk saying like, just because we might have been friends, you can't be touching stuff like this. Um, we can't waste it on Eldians like you. Um, and G- it's a very weird interaction for sure, especially since the last time we saw these three together, they were at 
Sasha's funeral. So it's a little bit of a weird dynamic between the three, but they're like, whatever. Like, he might just be having a bad day. Fuck him. And so they just kind of let him be. Nicola walks away and heads towards the wine cellar. Um, and when they know um, the two kids notice that he's going down to the wine cellar, all of a sudden, Falco has a really upset tummy and cannot handle himself because he ate too much. And so Mr. Browse says, like, oh, you can go. And Falco runs out of the room. And <laughs> I don't know why she says this. But Gabby says, I should probably help my brother. With what? <laughs> I- <laughs> Holding with his hair back. What? Sometimes you need emotional support. No, you, you, I mean, she was holding his hair back. He, he has oh short God. hair. I know. Yeah, he has, he has short hair. So yeah, they run to the bathroom. Um, poor Falco. I'm just joking. They didn't go to the bathroom. They went to the wine cellar too. Um, to kind of confront Nicolo and tell them, like, hey, we're Marlins too. Uh, and we're actually um, war- honorary warrior candidates. And Nicolo's like, why the hell are you here? <laughs> like, out of all the places you're in this wine cellar, why are you, he- like, here in front of me? And um, Gabby explains the situation that there'll be a great invasion soon and that. The people Marley will be saved and you'll be able to come back and everything's going to be great. And um, Niccolo just listens to her go on and says, wait a minute, why, why are you here? Like, how are you here? Um, and she says, like, a month ago, um, we actually were in the district that got ambushed by the Island Devils. And I know you might not believe us, but we actually got on to an aircraft with the enemy, and we actually la- uh, landed on this island. <laughs> so Nicolo's fucking dumb for like, her to be spewing this, by the way. <laughs> because she, she at this point knows, but she probably thinks like, hey, he's playing this as an act. He's just oh, yeah, doing yeah. this. Like, he's smart. He's a Marlin. He knows that the Eldians are devils. Like, he's a smart guy. This is how he had to survive all this time. And he asks, like, have you killed someone? And she's like, oh, yeah, I totally killed someone. And he's just like, Straight a female murked. soldier? No 360, and no scope. He says, yeah, I finished her off. And I killed someone else as well. Um, I've only killed a few people, though. Like, just a few. Um, our revenge for the violation of the hometown begins now. It'll be great. And Falco's like, you need to stop. Like, he knows what's about, like, he's just like, he looks angry. Like, you probably should stop this. And he's just, no, it's fine. I killed those cowardly devils. Everything is great. (laughs) Niccolo grabs the wine bottle. And then he's just like, you're the ones who killed Sasha. And then tries to strike Gabby in the face with this wine bottle. But instead, again... Falco, saving her butt, jumps in front and gets smashed with the wine bottle and gets hit unconscious. And at the time, realizing his mistake, instead of just saying, like, whoops, he smashes Gabby across the face with his fist. What's up, Christian? No, I should have thought, like, Falco was dead at this point. Like, a wine bottle is, like, thick glass, dude. Get smashed on the head like a child's head. I thought he was dead. Straight up. Yeah, Yeah. I also thought this. And then uh, somebody had said, hey, make sure that... Uh, no, it was uh, Niccolo that said, make sure you wash out his mouth. 
And I was like, uh, okay, he's probably bleeding from his head, but yeah, let's, let's focus on the mouth. <laughs> probably should watch out his mouth first, but it's probably too late. Check uh, his brain. But yeah, check check everything. You may as well, but at this point, he does not care because he's in a blinding fit of rage as he carries up his body and drops Gabby on the floor and says, this is the one who killed your daughter. Here's the knife. You can kill him, Mr. Browse. Go for it. Um, and says she's the one who took her daughter's life and is yelling about the fact that um, she may be a child, but she's a warrior and she's going, to, um, she can easily hurt you, but she was the one who shot Sasha on the airship. And the Bross family looking disgusted and stunned down at um, Gabby. Um, he then says, like, here's the knife. Passes it over to Mr. Browse and says, like, I'll be the one. Um, my goodness, he offered. Um, if he doesn't want to kill Gabby, then he'll do it for him, um, and offers that up. Um, at this point, Armin says, "Like, hey, like, there's some crazy stuff happening in this room. Everyone should come over here and see it." And they all run in and notice that here are the two escapees from the forest, and why are they here currently? Um, and they all start putting the blocks together mm-hmm. um and um Nicolo's still screaming about the fact that she's the one who killed essentially the girl that he loved um and that she was my god this is so sad i just like it's this was a very difficult scene because you kind of see like how much he act like you knew how much sasha meant to him but then he really goes into detail about the fact that like um god that he, she was so precious to him that she was the one who was able to take him from like all the stupid shit that's happening around them and be able to um save her, um, him from the good for nothing war and let her know that like let him know that his food makes people happy and that he's able to bring mm-hmm. happiness to the people by giving them food and be able to use a talent rather than killing to like be able to accomplish something Okay, well, I can jump in. Perfect. Yes, uh, thousand percent agree. You that I wrote that down. I like this is what was so powerful about this episode for me is that it's not about the war. It's about like the fucking people who have to suffer um, through because of the actions of these Marlians and these scouts. And I wrote down what I think was my favorite line of this season so far, which is um, "Who gives a damn who killed first? Exactly. That is the yeah. point. Like everything is arbitrary. It's just it's death. It doesn't matter what side like you're uh, facing. Like all that matters is like the individual. I I don't know, but yeah, I don't know how yeah. you just felt. No, I I cried. Gonna be honest, it was just being able to see like this be able to be included in like the animation and be able to kind of like have like the intensity of this particular scene and having the voice actor and you can hear his voice kind of cracking as he's trying to say this is just like this is someone who i cherished and it doesn't matter like if you had people who lost their lives like this person like it doesn't like diminish the fact that she meant so much to him Mm. and so it's just to him he doesn't care like all he wants to see is her dad at this point and thinks that her family would also agree um because this seems to be the um 
in the climate that they're in, the only way to be able to find sanctuary or be able to find a solution is to kill someone or like it's with blood um, rather than trying to be a little bit more remorseful. But we do see that with her dad when he's just like, Niccolo, give me the knife. And yeah. he commonly tells him to pass it over and hanji says like no you should give me the knife like it'll be like you don't need to kill her like this is not something that you need to do but he kind of goes into a talk about the fact that sasha was a hunter and that she lived in the forest and she um, grew off the land and she had to essentially kill to survive and one of the things like oh my god it was the line he specifically said where he said that she was just in the forest too long it just kind of like broke me because essentially saying like she was she fought for like she fought as long as she could and she was in like she was lucky to maybe have gotten that particular like to get that far mm-hmm. but it's upsetting but he realizes that this is just happening right now they're in war um, and so rather than saying war he can get into like a hunting metaphor which it was definitely hard to see, but it was kind of nice to be able to see some remorse. Um, as much as I would have loved to see him go nuts. <laughs> it these, was fucking, these fucking kids are all in the forest, you know? Yeah. And that's why I called Children of the Forest. because. Oh, wait, is it? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. The episode of Children of the Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I feel so dumb. I forgot that was yeah. the title. No, it's okay. No, don't feel dumb. No, that's why, like, that was what the metal for was. <laughs> Amazing. But no, this was a, this is a very good scene. And um, I would definitely recommend, like, obviously watch the entire anime first. But if you really want to see some, like, character growth and be able to see something that's, like, really, like, profound, this particular scene was definitely one of them, for sure. This was actually probably one of my favorite scenes. Um, just because you got to see kind of this dynamic and kind of that power struggle and just like internal struggle of realizing like you killed my daughter but i need to be the better person and realize that this is like if she wasn't my daughter that this is what happens and unfortunately all these kids grew up in this all these kids had to like deal with this particular situation um but there is one person who did not give a crap and was about to kill her was Kaya because she was hysterical and when Gabby specifically said like why are you letting me live like do you not hate me like why don't you hate me um Kaya definitely hates your guts um (laughs) and tries to kill her but stopped very close by Mikasa and starts screaming and says like I trusted you you were my friend and I don't understand like you're a murderer and we then leave the Browse family um, holding each other and sobbing. Um, and that's the last time that we specifically see them. Um, it is quite unfortunate. Um, at least for that particular point. Um, oh, God. Yeah. And then Niccolo mentions the fact that the food's going to go cold. Um, but then tells them, hey, Hanji, you need to wash out his mouth. As Ruben said, because... Is he thinks that the wine may have Zeke spinal fluid in it. Gross. Yeah. Real gross. You could say it's full-bodied yeah. wine. Oh, good one, Christian. 
It's very Ooh. good. You get, a, you get a 7 out of 10 for that one, my dude. Oh, You're insane. Man. That's a 10 out of 10. <laughs> that was one of your better oh, ones. 8.5. Really final answer. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, we cut to the forest again, and we get a very pronounced look and a full shot of a cup full of wine. Just saying that. Oh fuck! I was typing during that. So is sorry. Go on. Zeke um, uh, is just chilling out, drinking a hot beverage. Um, while we see Levi talking to two soldiers um up in the trees talking about the fact that it does appear that that the premier is dead and that we believe that this chaos was done by zeke and by the way of aaron and yelena and he just kind of gets a rundown about the Jaegeris and pixis um because currently he's just like is pixis just rolling over but that kind of seems to be the case but it just needs to be one of those balancing acts at this point because they don't know the severity of the situation um and oh God, I feel so bad about this. Um, we kind of see um, Levi getting really upset about this because he realizes like all the people that he's lost and all the times that he specifically had to save Aaron on multiple occasions. And I think this was one of the coolest scenes where we got to see all of this happening in the trees. Like this animation was absolutely phenomenal. Just being able to see those clips of him saving Aaron one billion times, watching his friends die as they try to save Aaron and seeing other recruits and other members and people that he's known for like years before even he knew Aaron are getting killed because they tried to do a mission where Aaron got killed or when they were trying to move the boulder or when they were trying to save Aaron from (laughs) Reiner and um, Berthold and when they're trying to save Aaron from the king and when they're it's, a whole list there honestly yeah to kind of give some perspective there is a youtube video that you can look up that says how many like time like video of how many times aaron has killed a titan with his odm gear it is seven seconds seven oh. seconds it is like he's only killed one titan with his odm gear just <laughs> it's just one freaking that one from that's, the first season that's why i didn't yes! like season that is why I didn't like season one. I thought I was getting a different show. Yeah. So we saw him kill one Titan in comparison to like how much like Le- Levi's done so much for him. And he's just like, okay, this like, don't be ridiculous. There's another piece of shit that we should be getting rid of because they realized that the whole point was them taking the funding Titan and giving them to someone else that they realize that they should be getting rid of another particular Titan and looks down at Zeke <laughs> because he really wants to get rid of Zeke. <laughs> Shocker. I don't blame him. Who knew? Yeah. Um, we come back to Gene pinning Niccolo to the wall and says, how do you know this has his spinal fluid in it? And he's like, I don't have any proof, but it seemed really important because when we brought it over, I was told specifically to only give this to the higher ups. And when he was asked who told you to do that, he said, Yelena, um, Yelena told me to do this. 
Um, I don't think that the other volunteers knew, but I can't really vouch for them. And Anya Copen's like, absolutely not. I was not a part of this. I do not know anything. <laughs> like, I trust him when he said that. He's just like along for the ride. He's just like, I'm just trying to work with you guys. I don't know what's mm. happening. <laughs> Poor guys. Just I like, just work here. You I'm know? not taking the blame. Yeah, I just work here. Oh my god. But yeah, they... Um, Connie quickly says, well, that doesn't make any sense because people who have his spinal fluid are supposed to freeze and not be able to control their body. And Hanji quickly realizes that that's only one word. And like, that was... We got this word from Zeke himself, not from anybody else. Like, we can't trust him at this point. So he might be lying, and we don't know. But... We need to take this very seriously because if this is the case, shit could go really badly, really fast, um, which is definitely true. Um, but Niccolo says, well, I don't think that's the case. Like, I can't prove it. But like 10 years ago, there was a night where we took over a capital city in one night and um, they everything was fine. Zeke used his ability, though, and then a bunch of people just sprung as titans and took over the city. And that was it. So he doesn't have too much information. He's probably on the lower tier of the warriors, not warriors, but soldiers. So he doesn't know any details and he doesn't know how that works. Um, but he wants to give all this information because he feels bad about everything that, um, that also the fact he probably doesn't have much um, because he told him all this probably doesn't have a lot of time to live. So he's doing that. And also because of what um, Mr. Blouse did and showed him compassion and realizing like hey like maybe i can save some people doing this um which is definitely upsetting for sure um and he feels like he's going nuts because he almost killed a kid i mean i don't blame him i don't yeah. blame you Nicola. things are happening um but yeah they kind of redeem like they kind of take a second and say like everyone should take off their jackets and wash their hands and we need to, like, do something with this um, Falco. Um, and when they take him over um, to a bath of some sort, um, we see Armin, Mikasa, and Gabby all sitting in a room together. And she asks, like, why did you protect me? And they're like, no particular reason. Like, I, um, she says, well, I killed your friend. I killed a guard by bludgeoning his head in. Like, why are you letting me do all this? Like, why aren't you killing me? And Armin's just like, I'm done with like killing. Like, why does it always have to be killing? Like everything that we do is killing. And I think Armin's just trying to find a way to do this peacefully. Um, but she's, uh, he's just like, you kind of remind me of a certain person though. And lucky enough, that certain <laughs> person walks through the fucking door. Um, it is Aaron Yeager himself with his hand bleeding. Well, what are the odds, you know? What are the who'd, fucking odds? Who to thunk it? Who who to thunk it? Um, as, <laughs> Is he gonna fucking transform next episode, Ruben? Uh, I don't think so. I think he'll wait to see uh, what they have to say, and if it's not what he likes, then yeah, he's going all out, <laughs> and he'll probably try to eat uh, our boar, our boar, our boar. Uh, our boy, uh, Armin. <laughs> our bird? Our bird? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm looking at 
the like the actual like still from the manga and it is Hanji and Jean watching Falco and then in the background there's Connie with a toaster. What, oh what is he doing with that toaster? <laughs> oh, you know what he's gonna do with that toaster. Connie! I don't. <laughs> you don't? I can tell you right now. Make toast? Yeah. I mean yeah. if Falco's the toast. I mean nice. you do what needs to be done. Exactly. But yeah, they're quickly interrupted by the Jaegerists. Great. We get to see Flock again. I'm so excited. Um, hey, you don't like that guy, do you? Stopped in their... I do not. I do not like Flock. I do not like him in season I don't like him now. Mm. I don't. That's just my opinion. But I will try to be biased as I continue on with this lovely you conversation. You like the one who wanted to throw Gabby out an airlock. I mean, that is correct. But he also could have been the person who died if she had just shot a little bit to the left. This is true. Yeah. And for that reason, that's how I'm feeling at the moment. Um, <laughs> I think it's more the lines of I'm more people of like the parody, like the group of parody, but not the Jaegerists. Like I could separate myself from the Jaegerists at this point. Um, but yeah, um, Flock has come to essentially tell Hanji that we decline. Um, Pixis is um, my goodness. Pixis's commands, and that he's probably just trying to stall so they can find a person to replace Aaron as the founding Titan, and that this is Aaron's decision, and that we are not going to follow what Pixis says. Um, Hanji tells him that you're being nuts, um, and that um, we're your friend. Um, but was that just the friends in the garrison telling you this? Do you believe that that's what's happening? Like, is that where you're getting this information from? And he's just like, do I look like I'm a soldier who gives you any answers? Like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Um, and Jean and um, Jean, Connie and everyone else is very much upset. And they realize, like, how did you find out in the first place? But Niccolo quickly finds out that the other guy working in the kitchen is a Jaegerist. And told... <laughs> flock and his team that they're there and he's just like well i think niccolo is getting too close to the eldians and that he is allowing them to kind of corrupt his brain and so this is why i told them and hanji is trying to calm down flock saying like listen to me this is no time for fighting each other we need to work together and flock just does not care um and says like wine contaminated with seeks um, spinal fluid has been served throughout the corpse um, and that Zeke has a stancing in the palm of his hand and you, you need to like we all need to work together to be able to stop this because this is a huge problem um, but the other guy working in the kitchen um, essentially says like that's pretty probably Niccolo just being crazy um, but um, my gosh, Flock continues on and says, um, well, we're just going to be tying up your hands and we're going to be leaving. Like, it's not our problem that the higher-ups are going to get affected. Um, yeah, those already idiotic MPs will look much, um, just be a lot bigger and a lot stupider. Um, but then Hanji puts two and two together and she says, I didn't say that the MPs were the one who got the wine. And and he's um, then realizes, like, wait, did you know about this? And then Flock makes the most annoying face on the planet. And it's just like, 
yeah, rude. Just freaking rude. Um, and goes to the door and tells Aaron that they're going to be leaving. And then now we are in the room where it happened, where Aaron says, I wanted to have a conversation with you guys. And that's the end of the episode. So Saj is in the yeah. chat again, and he's asking, how long does Aaron have left to pass down his Titan at this point? And if I recall correctly, I want to say, oh, it's a year? No, it's a few years, right? I think it's, I think it's three. I think it's three it years left. Oh, it's three? Okay. Yeah, because that uh, scene that we had, the uh, train scene, where he's like, I got five years left. Wasn't that two years ago? If I could recall yeah. correctly. Yes. Yeah, so it's three. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm paying attention. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs notes? Yeah. We got Ruben's math. Yeah, exactly. Correct. We got Ruben math. He's the brain I don't the know math. Mm-mm. How excited are we for the next episode? Listen, knowing Attack on Titan, like it, it could, we could get anything. We can get a flashback for all we know. Oh my god! <laughs> could you imagine? It's just him meeting Armin for the first time. No, I mean I can imagine they being like Zeke, like doing something with his spinal fluid, explaining the wine. But I don't know. Uh, who knows? Yeah, that makes more sense. I was just thinking of them, like, hey, we got three episodes left. It's not like we're gonna finish it anyway, so let's just. Fill in the gaps. The next episode is just Levi and Zeke playing Monopoly for 30 minutes. They're just Fuck. looking at each other, staring each other in the eyes. And it's like, will they, won't they? The tension. Yeah. <laughs> will they, won't they? Let's now that'd be the most dramatic thing to happen all season. Um, you know what? Let's, let's scrap all our theories. If Zeke doesn't end up kissing Levi, I don't care about this show. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, but I don't think <laughs> Zeke's going to be kissing Levi. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think it will dream big and dream strong, Christian. At most, we'll probably get like a a, a frenemy embrace. You know, like he he um, Levi can't do anything to stop him from like giving him a hug. You know, no Zeke no. from Levi can't stop Zeke from giving him a hug because like they're cornered probably. God, I can't wait for the next episode. Do we have anything else that we want to add before we close out the show? Fiona? Um, well, this is definitely an episode and a half. Um, I don't know how I'm going to feel about next episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I had actual thoughts that I wanted to bring up, but I I don't remember them. I made that whole kissing joke, and I everything else left my brain. So I, yeah, um, let's let's I'm all in. Oh, I mean, I guess like I really have no idea how the show is gonna end. We still have no idea if Mappa is even gonna do a season two or a movie. So like, who the fuck knows what's going on with that? At the very least, I will end this by saying. After this episode is done, please go watch the TikTok of uh, the cast of Attack on Titan singing karaoke. It's one of the best videos oh. I've ever seen. And I sent that in the, the Discord for this group. So you guys should go, you should okay. go watch that after. It's I'll really, put it's really that funny. in the yes. description of the video. There Amazing. is a video of the, like, the original three, um, Mikasa, Aaron, and Armin, singing the first opening song. And Aaron gets to a particular point and he's like, what is this word? 
and the voice actress for Mikasa is like, that's Jaeger? That is the name of the last name of your character. <laughs> when they get to the big crescendo moment of that song. Yeah, oh, they're like, no. he's like, what? What because he yeah. was struggling with that word. <laughs> Amazing. Iconic, truly. I've seen that video. Oh god. So good. Ryan, any uh think to uh, before we close out the show? Just excited to see where this journey takes us. It's been a wild ride. Yes, it has. A couple more episodes. A couple more episodes. Let's go. Let's, let's hold on to our hats. None of us are wearing hats. Well, yeah. headphones. In my head, I'm wearing a hat. How about that one? What, what, what kind of hat, Ruben? A top hat. Okay. Abraham Lincoln style. All right. Yeah. That's right. A, a brimless cap. Mm. I still have yet to see the brimless cap. They're no, fucking a full brim cap. Well, oh, it's nothing but brim. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, that's swaggy. <laughs> that's very swaggy. Isn't that just? Uh, I I would consider a full brim hat just a cowboy hat. Nah, this has no curves in it. It's just this. It's a oh, it's brim just, style, like gotcha, gotcha. flat, just a straight brim around, gotcha, like gotcha. a circle. Fiona's okay. suffering. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, right. I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> She's thinking about brimless hats. It's true. Same. Yeah. So, <laughs> let's do some plugs. Fiona, where can people find you? Um, people can find me on Point in Progress um, over on YouTube. Um, we are posting stuff. To- we posted day. Oh my gosh. While we were in the middle of the podcast, they posted the full episode for this week um which was a lot of fun and entertaining and we talked about if um, bananas can become um controllers that's a whole thing you can find all that information out over on a podcast (laughs) yeah that's the whole thing um over at point of progress on youtube and you can also find me on twitter and on twitch i'm going to be streaming sometime this week i'm probably going to play loop hero but yeah i'm going to be playing that um over at twitch.tv slash ceranics and twitter.com slash ceranics and my one one advice for everyone with this week watch Jujutsu Kaisen because you're missing out if you haven't already hell yeah bitches I'm glad you got Frank on that show for sure Frank is obsessed with a particular like duo and I am too so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. good 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 it's it's a good dynamic how many episodes left Three or four? Three? Uh, I could wait three weeks. Yeah. Also, it shows that Mappa's killing it. Just straight up. Oh, yeah. Killing it. Oh, and then they just announced yesterday that they're doing the Netflix anime for the story of the uh, first black, the black samurai, which is like a true story of a slave who got sent over there and left British rule became just a Ronin samurai. Holy shit. That's a real story? Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's even sicker. Now I have to watch that. That looks... But then Chainsaw Head. Chainsaw yeah. Man. Should we be... be, be? That's a chainsaw noise. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to point it out, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> I wish my chainsaw made that noise. That's oh, a, a sound. Mario Rivera, Yes. Yeah, Mario What's up? Rivera's in that. In the Mario! Chat. He said best friend. I, I assume he's talking to Ryan. 
I don't he's talk- no, he's talking to, to, to Fee. No, yeah, to no. That was, that was a joke. Christian. Once. No, like, <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Christian, where can people find you? Yeah, you can follow me on twitch.tv slash isochristian. Uh, Ruben, you already mentioned it, but I'm trying to get to 50 followers. or about seven away. I will unfortunately dye my hair pink like Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen. Are you sure um, it's seven? Actually, I, I'm trying I, I, this point, I mean, I don't know. Um, and you can also follow my movie podcast stuff on Large Popcorn Twitter. Uh, we just had a Blade Runner episode with a uh, Los Angeles filmmaker. And then we just had twi- uh, Twitch streamer Islam on the show as well for some Danish films. It's very fun. Wow. That's Woo. that's being famous right there. You got oh, Islam yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I wish I was like you. <laughs> Ryan, where could people find you? People can find me at I did today, Ryan the Lion three zero five five on Twitter. Yeah, um, and they can find me here tomorrow doing Anime Nation. What time tomorrow? That'd be at seven p.m. your time, so time this started. Are you sure? Yes. Because last time you said this, and it was nine o'clock your time. How would if it's nine o'clock my time? It would have been midnight your time. That's what I'm saying. No, sorry, nine o'clock my time. My apologies. Yes, I'm sure seven. Okay, seven my time. Okay, because another person we have on is in the East Coast, so yes, seven. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, um, I will be streaming this week. Uh, I'm trying to get some people to play uh, Outriders with me. The demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, checking that out today. Um, like dipping my toes in today, and then probably streaming it this week. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, have a good one, I guess. We'll see you. I next love time. you.